Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another one, man, and we back. It's your boy, Raw One, man, and we are Sparking Conversation, where you know where we get together with the crew, and we just spark and conversate. And um, like I do every show, man, I like to open it up saying thank you to all the people that download the audio version of this podcast. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate y'all. Uh, downloadability has gone up 83% since 2023, yo, just early in 2024. And we only a couple of weeks in. You know, this is only our second show of 2024, and we're already up 83%. So thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all to all of you guys that download the audio version and stream it and listen to us, chop it up, and all the things that we talk about. You know what I mean? So thank y'all for that. As always, you know, if you find it in your heart to do so, make sure y'all find us on YouTube sparking conversation and like that youtube page all right make sure y'all like that youtube page if y'all see any of the content up there engaging and leave a comment you know you know share put that notification button on so every time we go live you'll know when we going live because you never know you know it's easy for me to set up an itinerary of who we going to talk to right and and do that whole thing but you know i feel like to really get people the substance it's like always that one thing that people say whoever's supposed to be there is going to be there Right. And sometimes when we put our guests up or we say that we're going to have certain people on, we want to make sure that nothing gets interrupted because some of these people come up here and they have some real deep stories and some controversial stories. But at the same time, a lot of these people telling their own story, they deal with things on their social media. Like they deal with the fact that, you know, uh, they can't get you know, or say what they want on their own platforms or their own channels or whatever, because without the fear of getting banned or they getting taken down and stuff like that. So the young lady we had on last week, Miss Katrina Mateen, you know, that was what she was having, she was dealing with. Every time she put up something that was involving her child and stuff like that, she would get her, her account blocked and flagged and she kept making new ones and, you know, and just keep going because, you know, for her, she needs to get the word out about what happened to her child so she could get some justice. But we also know, like, in this in this thing that we do, right, with the social media platforms and all other things, we know that these things are not ours just because we have our name and our picture and all this other stuff up here. We know this is not ours. We know this is intellectual property of somebody else, and they just allow us to use it in a way where they take our information, right? They take our information and they do what they want with it. That's why you get all these robocalls and you get all these extra things and because they sell our information. So although they tell you, yeah, you can use this for free. and Yeah, you got a free account. But what you think, how they making their money? Everybody that's on here is not marketing and promoting uh, any type of platform or product or something like that. Some people just up here every day just talking about themselves, showing themselves, uh, chopping it up with family or whoever. And, you know, a lot of people don't use social media for business. So those of you guys that are up here, if you wonder why, you know, you're getting all these phone calls. It don't matter how many uh, do not call or block list you want. You're still getting them bum ass calls it's because that's what they do. They sell our information. And then, you know, any trend that come down, you guys just jump right on it. So 
you know, for those that don't have a real purpose on here but to try to go viral. So, you know, dealing with stuff like that, that's what you're going to get. But I would like to say either way it go, whatever we have is what we could use, right? So in that, in saying all that is that for all the people that we allow to come on the platform, that's what we're doing. We're trying to give these people a platform and, a, and an outlet to say the things that they feel deeply about. And if it's some things that are interesting, we'll chop it up with them about it, right? Because tonight, well, we, who we have on the, in the building tonight is, yo, we got this brother, an entrepreneur in the building and um, a father too, which makes it even more dope to have this conversation with my man because, you know, it's so much of a stereotype of us out here in this whole, you know, so-called world or whatever when it comes to being a black man and being a father. You know what I mean? And the stigma that comes with that and how we are and what this is and what that is. And, you know, and it's, and it just gets real crazy, right? Because what happens is so so often we get put in a, a, a battle, right? Or who do this or who do that or who, who do more and who have what? And, and, and at any given time, they don't know, like, even as a father, as a man or however you are as your child, like, all the way out for your kids, man. You know what I'm saying? And today, who we got on the building, we got this young brother named Derek Thompson in the building. He's the uh, creator and founder of the Lemonade Boys, right? So he created his own Lemonade brand, and it's in stores. Uh, and, and what we're going to do is we want to chop it up with him because we want to get into that because, you know, his his sons, you know, from what I saw, you know, his sons are, are the face of the company. Which which also gives them something to aspire to, right? It gives them that it gives them that motivation to understand that, you know, yeah, they need to get the basics, but they don't have to run to nobody's college in order for them to understand how they can make it in this world. And they got proprietary property that they could pass through. And this thing could be generational because who a lot of people like lemonade. Like, let's come on. Like, even even in the fact of the fact that if it's not just lemonade as the drink, you know, lemonade itself is dope with mixers. Not saying that y'all should, you know, correlate that with the the young boys, but in the in the well, what I'm saying though, in our community, how this thing is is something that you know we can all get behind and stand behind and support, right? So we're gonna bring him up in a minute, but right now I'm gonna bring Meek in the building. Uh Illy should be jumping on a little later. And um, so with that being said, we're gonna see what's going on. Um, where we at? What up, Meek? Hey, what's up? Ain't nothing that's going on with you. Chilling. It's it's just Tuesday. Feels like it's been a long week already. <laughs> I know, right? I know, I know. But it's been since last Tuesday, since we've been up here, so. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's, it's been a long week. <laughs> right. So it's been a week somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, hey, you know how they say when people drink around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, they be like, what, it's 6 o'clock somewhere? I yeah. <laughs> I think I said that a couple times this weekend. <laughs> it's somewhere. 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 Just not here right now. Well, look, man. So, um, like I was saying earlier, we got we got we got a young entrepreneur in the building, right? We're gonna chop it up with him, man, and uh, we're gonna get into you know the ins and outs of what it took to get into the lemonade brand, yo, the lemonade business, yes. the beverage, the beverage game, right? See, we yes. can drop some knowledge and 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 then listen, and then we could figure out, you know, how this thing, you know, how what we could do, you know what I'm saying? Because like, listen. 
there's always somebody looking to try to figure out a way to do the opposite of what they expect us to do, right? They expect us to go get some money and get a barbershop. I hear someone, right? <laughs> they expect us to go do that. You know what I mean? Or well, nowadays, they expect us to go jump in somebody's truck. You know, I ain't knocking none of those things at all. No. You know, that's, that's staples in our community. But wow, how often do we get into the product game, though? Man, that's what about, right? Right? We be in the spirit game, you know, like as much as we can. We know they battling in that too. But, you know, just trying to do that. I saw uh, earlier where Puff is no longer associated with Delion or, you know, Ciroc. And I guess, you know, dealing with all the things that he got on his, his plate right now. But he did file a racial discrimination case against the owner of those brands. So at this particular point in time, I guess he's severing from the brand, but that goes to show the difference in people who market really well or who really are owner. Facts. Right. Facts. Like who's really an owner out here, yo, because Puff made, you know, millions of dollars. We can even say billions of, you know, he's a billionaire, you know what I'm saying? Offer, you know, the spirit game and he didn't own the brands at all. Not even a piece. You get what I'm saying? But they, damn, can you can you think about the power of that though, of 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 uh imagery, so to speak, like where people got the power to make it look like more than what it is. And damn, that that's I mean, that's our whole world though. Everything is an image. Everything is what they want you to see. That's a fact. It's never reality. I got you. And yeah, because that's crazy. Because even with the alien thing that jumped off out there in um in Miami, right? So in the mall, so look, check this out. So people did some reverse coordinates, right? They say, I right, bet. So just reverse the coordinates of the mall. <laughs> they said it took them back to the center of Antarctica. So yeah, yeah. They said they just reversed it. So they took the coordinates of the mall in Miami, Florida. You know what I mean? And then they reversed the longitude and longitude number. I just reversed it the other way and it led right back to the center of a certain space in Antarctica. So what if <laughs> the cats came <laughs> was on the ship or whatever or the portal? Because they said a portal opened up in the yeah. world. I bet. So what if the fact of the fam who put the coordinates in just put it in a little backwards and bam, they showed up at the mall like, oh, this ain't it. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> and then now they gotta they gotta get the hell out of here. Now, now they just got phones out and shit. They're like, oh, damn it, man. Oh, so imagine that though. Like, you know, like even the aliens can make mistakes. These niggas put the wrong address. <laughs> they portal GPS that wound up at the fucking mall. And then, you know, they trying to make it seem like there's some kids out there fighting with sticks. Now, now, I don't know. I ain't been in the mall in a minute. Yeah. But the last time I've been in the mall, I ain't seen no loose sticks nowhere. <laughs> like, they all came in with sticks? Like, where the fuck? Where did the sticks come from? <laughs> you know? Like, come on. Like, where? where, where, where? Like, where? Where they do that at? So that's what I'm saying. Cats put in their wrong shit in their GPS, wound up at the mall, bam. Pulled up and was like, oh shit, wrong address. 
<laughs> and then the motherfuckers running from him. They like, oh man, hold up. You know, they try. They like, hold up, wait, hold up, hold up, wait. We cool, we cool. Oh, wait, wait. And then niggas done scaled the building to get out of there. They couldn't even go back through the portal they came through. So they just hanging out in Miami somewhere. But at the end of the day, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's so much stuff that people do or get into. But one thing that a lot of people don't get into is the product game. And I got this young brother that we get ready to bring on real quick. My main my man Derek Thomas. Yo, 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 uh t- uh Thompson. Thompson. Sorry. <laughs> Thompson. Let me not say Tom. Let me not mess people's name up. They ain't gonna never want to come back. Last time they said anything, they don't even know how to read. Yo, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got a podcast? He can't read. Like you yes, can't up, read, bro. You can't read, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, D? What's good, Papa? Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing, man. First off, you know, I'm glad to have you on the show, man. For real. I appreciate you being here, man. Yeah, yeah. Facts, man. Oh, and uh, you know what? You keep coming in and out just like the aliens. You put the wrong coordinates in, too, you keep popping in and out like the aliens in Miami. Hey, you start talking about them aliens, man, and you start glitching, man. <laughs> and hey, say, leave, them, leave them space niggas alone, man. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Look, listen. They say that's what we are originally. Hey, they call us aliens. We, we've been called. And you're out. Yo. We got we gotta uh we gotta get there. Aliens don't like you where you at, B. They know where you where you at? Where, where, where you where you located, bro? I'm in Columbus, Ohio. And you know what? That's that's where they all at too. They said Ohio got mad alien sightings and stuff out there. I just knew, you know what? I knew the reason why you were jumping in and out. Nah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yo, yo, so what's up, man? Hey, yo, I just want you to tell the audience a little bit, you know, who you are and, and what's what's the deal with you, bro. All right, all right. So we came about this business a couple summers ago. My, my sons come from Charlotte, North Carolina. They come with me every summer on holidays or whatnot. So my boys one day, they was like, man, Dad, you know, we want to make some money too. They've always seen me from, I'm talking about, knee high to a grasshopper. They always seen me as an entrepreneur. They always seen me selling some 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 type of product, right? Back gotcha. in the day with CDs and DVDs. Gotcha. I was the man. I'm gotcha. talking about I'm talking about the, the 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 best man out here with the CDs, DVDs. So they gotcha. seen it. So fast forward, you know, I, I started a skincare company, all natural skincare company called Melanin Therapy Co. Uh they've seen that. Uh, they see me selling whipped body butters and stuff. But anyway, they, they was like, I want to sell something. All right. I can get behind that. I'm with it. So they like, okay, we want to. Boom. Let's do it. They go out. They had a little couple buddies in the neighborhood. They had a little crew. They went door to door. They knew protocol, what to do. Nobody goes in the house. They know all the rules. So they going door to door in the apartment complex. Boom, they come back. They got a little pocket full of money. I said, okay. All right. Next thing, they all right, they, they want to do a lemonade stand. You know, okay, that's cute. Bet. I put a little money with it, of course. Get everything they need. Next thing you know, we selling on the corner at the gas station. 
we have what two flavors regular and fruity pebbles that's when we started our fruity pebble lemonade i'm talking about the lemonade was a hit we were selling it out of cups for three dollars three dollars okay people and this is an area that's not in the hood this is in the suburbs Worthington, Ohio, which is outside, north of Columbus. Right. People are coming by. I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. They coming by dropping off money, dropping off money, dropping off money. I don't even want a lemonade. Here you go. I got them out there chanting. We had a chant. Who made it? Us. So I've got them out there with the bullhorn and I got them out there proud teaching them to be proud of a product that you make right. one of the problems that I feel like we have as a people is we don't manufacture enough of important things that people have to have or want or need right we, we don't manufacture nothing we want to get the barbershops we want to get the beauty salons we want to get the the same, you'll see the same thing in every city, in any black area, you'll see the, a bunch of the same thing. Right. So I said, man, you know what? So when they go back home to Charlotte, I, I, the first year, I just let it go and said, all right, when y'all get back, we're going to get back at it. I already had something else I'm doing, my, 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 my skincare products. Right. So I'm like, okay. They come back. I said, man, I, I, I can't let this die down. I got to keep it going for them. When they go there, I just have to start doing things by Zoom. We have business meetings. We we go over inventory, product testing. We I'm teaching them all the fundamentals of what goes into having a business because so many adults right now who claim they have a business, they don't know how to do business. Gotcha. And a lot of kids nowadays, teenagers, they don't know how to have conversations with people looking them in the eye. Right. So this business is also teaching other kids about, you know, taking pride in something that you have in the product and, and really just learn how to deal with all people from all walks of life. Because it's one thing to be pro-black, but it's also another thing to be pro-dumb. Because if you think that you're going to get money only from one race, you're dumb because if you feel like you only want money from one race, you're not getting all the money. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I'm teaching them about logistics. I'm teaching them about manufacturing all in the same little package. And I have workshops, uh, entrepreneur workshops that I'm also trying to get off the ground where, you know, if you want your kid to start learning how to be an entrepreneur and a boss, because the school system is not going to teach you to be a boss. The, right. the school system's not going to teach you on how to be uh, 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 the owner of whatever it is that you want to do. They're not teaching that in school. They're not teaching that in our. And every one of the adults that have kids, we don't always know about how to to own everything. We've been dropping the ball, and we're comfortable with going into work with somebody else to get that steady check, right? Week to week, month to month. Well, look. Let me ask you this then, because um, that was that was that was dope. That was dope. Um, oh, 
Where you go? What up, L? Where you go? Hey, what up, though? All right, look, so let me ask you this, Derek. So I, I, I like that what you said. So would, would this be a thing, though? Because it's really fly that you, you're coming up with that workshop. Because with your son being so young and you teaching them and them learning the business inside and out like that, I think it will be dope to have kids learn from kids. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I I think a lot of times people be sleeping on kids. They don't know. You know kids be mad smart. And a lot just of like just like adults, we have Lego. We we can learn. We know certain things from you know people our age, their age, and their understanding. They're able to you know like man, they can tell an older person how to get on TikTok and explain the difference between recording on TikTok and recording on Instagram. Like, come on now. These are nine and ten-year-olds telling me, like, oh, man, you should go on TikTok and then you can go back and edit. But I'm like... And, and it, it, it would behoove us to listen. Because a lot of these kids, they done been here before already. You already know. Not a lot of them, all of them, they done been here before. So they come back wise. They come back with a lot of wisdom, okay? They're older than, they're older. Their spirit is older than ours. You know what I'm saying? They coming back. So, yeah, of course. Uh-oh. Yeah, shout out in Ohio. And I started to show off talking about aliens. So this joint jumping in and out because he out there where the aliens at. You know what I mean? He ain't in Miami. But he out there with a the one you really live at. You know what I'm saying? They got that base out there in Ohio. Yo. The world. <laughs> but look, let me ask you this, man. So that's dope. Because I think it's dope for kids to uh, learn from kids. Um, somebody got a little feedback. I don't know who it is. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Mike, chat. All right, bet. So, um, so this is dope. So what I wanted to, um, what I also want to know is, uh, what. How did you? All right. So once they went back to Charlotte, right? Um, and you said you had to continue it. And I know you said y'all had meetings and stuff like that. What? How did you go from the cups to the actual bottles? I guess. Okay. So that happened when they they was here in the summer, and when we started doing big events like the Rib Fest. The, the food and beverage people actually came over to our table and was like, uh, you know, you have to have a license because you're dealing with scooping ice. So he wanna, he explained to us about the difference, okay, if you had a bottle. And then, of course, other people suggested, you know, you know, because of COVID, blah, 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 it would be better to have a bottle. So, okay, we went from the cup to the bottle. Of course, Prices go up and up, you know, but it's still, hey, it, it was the move for me, and uh, now we're in stores. Oh, man, no, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Hey, yo, Kev, what's good, y'all? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm uh, chilling, yeah. bro. Yeah, I just unmuted. Um, chilling, man. Just came back from the gym. You know, I'm trying to trying to get right for 24, you know? Oh, I ain't mad, yo. Yeah. I ain't mad. So we on our entrepreneur hustle right now, man. So we oh, think sure. um I think well, you know, Meek Meek is an entrepreneur too. So she she can she can um give some insight into and plus, you know, she has a a daughter and a, a well two daughters and so um it'll balance out. So what I was saying earlier, Kev, before you got on was 
you know, in our community, we got to always deal with the fact that people always make us like as as dads, right? They look at us a certain way. You stigma as a dad, right? Right. Because, you know, being a dad, they always got this stereotype on us. Either they feel like you're present or half present uh, or you good enough to make the baby, but not good enough to raise. But you know how it is. It's always this thing going on with like a power struggle. But right. you get people such as ourselves who are entrepreneurs and we have children that are coming up behind us and we do something like this because this brother started a lemonade brand with his kids, but his kids got had the mindset of wanting to get some money themselves. You know what I mean? And we know when kids get to the age when they start talking about, yo, they want to get money, if you don't figure out a way to find a way to, for them to get money, the streets will show them away. Yeah, that's definitely the thing I wanted to chime in and say. I think that a lot of people forget that we were very creative as children. You know, they try to take your creativity and box it up and say, no, 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 no. You you need to color inside the lines. You need to follow these steps, these guidelines. And they always try to curve our creativity. And then us who have a natural hustler mentality, you know, if you're not going to show me a way to get money the right way, then you end up going and getting bad influences. But I mean, who didn't cut grass as a kid? I was cutting grass. I didn't even have a yard and I'm sitting here cutting grass because I knew that I needed money. So I had right. to be creative and think outside the box, you right. know, and um, I just think that our generation, we may not have been encouraged as much as we can encourage our children. And right. I, I really think that, you know, these different types of platforms that have come along have definitely given them a path to just get out there, man, just get out there. Um, you know, I, I sit here and I look at some of the content that my kids watch and there's YouTubers out here making millions of dollars, um, for just doing basic stuff and letting people watch it. So I think it's dope that, you know, he got involved with his children and developed a product and got it out there and pushed it and that they bought into it and that they're using their, their mind and their energy and their voice to to get that product out there so i think that's really dope and you know how many you know i just i feel like when we were younger i wish we would have been encouraged more you know those of us who used to draw those of us used to paint you know as lyricists you know people who you know had an idea you know back when kids would always asking why well why can't i why is this why 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 a lot of time our whys was crushed and we just pushed to the side like no it's this way because i said it and it's like well why you know, why can't I, why can't I have a lemonade stand? Well, ain't nobody going to buy no lemonade from you. Well, all right. So now I'm discouraged. Now I'm going to my next plan. And we always, you know, when you're a child, you're seeking for the first person to tell you yes to something. Yep, that you could do yeah, it. And if we're not going to tell you yes inside the house, then the streets is going to be the one to tell you yes. The streets going to be the one to be like, come here, you're a smart young man. Let me talk to you. You good with numbers? You good with this? You know, and so we need to be the first ones to tell our children yes, and that it is possible and to pursue something. That's you right. know, we shouldn't be discouraging them um, the way that we were discouraged. You know, and maybe I'm only speaking for myself, but I know that the avenues that are there now didn't exist in the 80s. No, nah, no, nah, that's a fact. No, 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 no. You, no, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, a lot of our parents didn't encourage us because, you know, they grew up in a generation of where the dad did everything and mom was home all day. 
You get what I'm saying? So you you don't you gotta remember that that generation is not the generation that's growing up now. The generation that's growing up now, these they growing up in the household with the with the mom, and they not too far from the age of the mother. No, I'm just playing. Come on now. <laughs> Nah, just Come on now. <laughs> nah, but it's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, have you ever seen the average age of a grandmother right now, yo? The average grandmother, the average age of a grandmother right now is like 42. So you got to think about that. My grandmother wasn't 42 when I was, nah. you know what I'm saying? Like, not, not when I was growing up to say, yo, this is my grandmother. Now you got a grandmother that's 42. She on IG. Thick too, and and so you gotta you gotta really think about that, yo. Your grandmother right now on IG, not not just like you know just out here, you know, shopping, oh, no. she ain't at bingo. Your grandmother ain't at bingo. No, she on IG, and she still lit. So you Doing know, dances and stuff. You like a host. And all the TikTok joints and all that, yo. So you, you can't. So that's the average age of a grandmother, right now. So me, let me ask you something. As a, as an entrepreneur and, and as a woman in this business, you know what I mean. And then having you know young children yourself, you know, how do you feel about that whole process of the whole, you know, teaching the children the entrepreneurial way and not just sending them just to school and just got it. Go learn what you're gonna learn, and then you know, pick pick something, go to college, and then get, get the hell out. You know. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I say if my kid wanted to be a doctor or something of that nature, then school seems relevant. Right. But if those, if that's not something you aspire to be, get a trade, learn a hustle. Like that's really where the money is, and and it's more. You're not forcing yourself into a career because you went to college for that degree. Right. I feel like if you don't want to use that, like I'm one credit, <laughs> one class away from my associates and I refuse to do it because I don't want that degree. Like even if I finished it and get the degree, like I, it won't matter to me because I do not aspire to be in that field. So I would never push my kids to do that. I, I feel if they want to be an entrepreneur, if they have a desire for that, if that's their plan. Let's work on that. Let's do that. Right. But again, if you want one of those big jobs, like not for the money, not for any of that, that's what you want, then yeah, I'll support you to go to college if, if that's where you want to go, but never forced. Never forced. I don't see the point. Facts, facts, facts. Go ahead, fam. Oh, one thing I also wanted to share with everybody in business, we have this conditioning to think that because it's black owned that it needs to be cheaper it needs to be had right. given us all this stuff but it has to be cheaper right um i had to get over this myself i had to learn this so that i could teach to my children okay we started off at three dollars a cup now mind you the cups were 16 ounce cups right but you get ice. You get ice with that. So you're not getting a 16 ounces. Yeah. And we were charging $3. Then we went to $5 because we started to see like, okay, when we go on events, these people are charging $15 for a cup. They give you a cheap little lemonade cup 
that probably cost him a, a nickel, a cup. And I mean, it was just so cheap, and then it was so watered down. I'm like, listen, we have to stop with with this low balling thing just so we can get a sale. So right. I, I say that to say, man, if you, whoever, want to start a business, don't always concern yourself with a price point that's lower than everybody else's. We undercut ourselves. Right. We undercut ourselves when it comes to business. Just right. so we can try to get a sale instead of believing in your product and making your product so good that it doesn't matter what you sell it. Right now, we have went up to $10. This is $10 a bottle. And guess what? The store that we sell them in right now didn't even think like, okay, man, they, people are putting them back in there. I said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about them. That's not our target market. We want to target the market. The people will don't mind paying for something that People don't mind paying for something that tastes good. <laughs> good. You yeah, feel we, it? we knew um, what I was doing. <laughs> I got you back, man. I got you back. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. But yeah, that, that's 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 one thing I, I also wanted to share because I, I I just feel like you can't go to Mercedes and say, "Hey, man, y'all y'all Mercedes is just too high. You got to make them affordable for everybody." Or or Rolls Royce. Or Rolls Royce, you can't go in there and say, "Hey, your car is too much." You know what I'm saying? You can't even go into McDonald's and talk them off their prices. Nobody is doing that with Gucci. Nobody is doing that with Fendi, and they're running out, and we spend the most money on it. That's a fact. No, no, no. And I think you make a valid point because we shouldn't undercut ourselves on our quality. You know, if we if we know that we producing something at a high at a high value. We should expect the dollar to match that when it comes to a product that we sell. We we do have a tendency in our community to try to sell it at the lowest price point because we want just to sell, but the people don't appreciate that. No, like, that's not going to make a, a a customer like a repeat customer um, because it's cheap, you know. But those people they value expensive things, like you just said. There's a person who probably wouldn't pay $10 for a lemonade, but they will pay $300 for a belt that just got a, a, a couple of letters on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? $500 for a belt because it just has a buckle that has a certain thing on it. So we know that people will put money into what they, that's what that's what we always need to go for. And sometimes you got to think about it. Whenever there's always been a shutdown, think about this. All the times that stores have closed down, you've never heard of a Gucci store closing down. You've never heard of a Louis Vuitton store closing down. Not even, even during the pandemic. Yeah, they wasn't open, right? They wasn't open. But where did you hear about them having to close their doors because they wasn't getting business? Never. They Not never. Three, three pocketbooks a month. And pay for everybody, the building. The, I mean, maybe not three, but what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've never heard that. And why? Like, that's the most expensive stuff that people really don't need. But when it came down to certain grocery stores, they were closing. Like, how how a grocery store closed before Louis Vuitton or a Gucci store? Where did you hear about the Rolex store closing down? You never heard of that, but you heard of a a food line, a Publix, a Kroger guy. They got rid of them shit. You know? Like grocery stores had to get up out of here during the pandemic, but not 
them. So that goes to show that people be paying a, like thousands upon thousands of X on top of whatever that stuff costs in order for them to feel like somebody. And, and let me let me just add on to this. None of these companies, none of these companies that are we run out and put our money into, they're not giving back to anything. No black military force. No black power movements. No opening up, no grocery stores in our communities. Not trying to uh, uh, give some proceeds to black farmers. Right. But guess what? That ten dollars that when you buy this, a proceed goes to nonprofit uh, uh, organizations that do patrolling in the neighborhood. Gotcha. Money that goes towards black farmers to start teaching other black people from inner cities how to farm. Ah, gotcha. Uh, you know, uh, I'm in the I'm in the movement. I used to be a new Black Panther Party, but I'm a nationwide freedom fighter now, and I believe that we are the only people who really don't have any type of military force to back us when things do happen. And I do believe in 2024, something is going to happen in this country. And all of these women who don't have men have no one to protect them and their children. And that's a problem. We don't have enough men to even stand up in our communities to patrol our neighborhoods to put an added layer of security in our neighborhoods. No, and the right. people who will protect our people, who will get on the front line, guess what? Uh-oh. Guess what? Those people... Go ahead, B. Those people on the front line, guys. Those people on the front lines have to come out of their own pocket to help protect those people. And that's right. bogus. Every one of us have a responsibility to give some type of money to somebody who's going to be out there on the front line if you're not. No. I'm just doing my part in giving money from my proceeds, my personal proceeds, to go towards that because we don't have that. We got to do more of things that we don't have. No, 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 no. That's that's dope. No, and that makes a lot of sense, too, for your proceeds to go to that. Even if we could figure out ways that we could, you know, get into the land and get farming. I don't know where you got, if you guys got your lemons or if y'all fresh, you know, pressing your lemons, but... That's another thing, too, that that makes sense in the sense of knowing that, you know, now we know a person that has a product that they're pushing. Now we know that this because that's the one thing that we don't know. You know, we we know the brand name, but very seldom do we know the brand owner. Don't and know a lot what of, they do. Yeah. Or what they do. But we like the product. But the product is not even made by them. The product is just owned by them. You know, exactly. that is different. And being that you said, um, we want, I want to get a little bit into uh, about the Nationwide Freedom Fighter, too. I want to, I want to touch on that a little bit, too. But mm -hmm. before we get there, I want to stay right here. When it comes down to the whole, uh, when it comes down to the whole premise of us being, all right, entrepreneurs is one thing, right? Having the mindset of saying, yo, I got something in my mind, I'm going to create it and I'm going to put it out there to the world. And however it goes, it's going to go, but I'm going to stand 10 toes down on it. How how have you uh, been dealing with support? Like, okay, so when I mean by support, it's not necessarily from the strangers that you don't know. Because you said, like, you post up at gas stations, people come through, they like it, they're going to buy it. But then again, as you're starting something, right, and you're in the midst of starting something up, we know how 
that can go. When you're starting a product, when you're starting a brand, sometimes you want the people around you to be the first to taste it, sample it, help you even with the marketing promotion, especially with online. So how have you been dealing with that? Has that been, um, you know, is that a thing that you've been dealing with? Like, has your immediate circle of people that you be around, have they been helping to help market and promote your brand as well? So what I, I like to jump in there real quick. Um, I feel like we have to, we have to get outside of the mindset of just thinking small and local because your biggest supporters are going to be people who don't know you. Right. You know, those are going to be the people who can see the product for what it is, the service for what it is. People who know you, they still see the kid from the monkey bars in elementary. Exactly. I'm that person. You know, you exactly. and, these... and that goes from your own parents, your mm -hmm. own siblings, mm -hmm. your own cousins. That's right. They're not going to be the ones you really need to even focus on at all. They, you, mm -hmm. okay, so what I do is. I do all real life reactions from people who buy the product and taste it. When you see person after person after person after person after person after person love this product, what else do you need to say? That's true. If That's you go true. on my Instagram and you see all these reactions from people buying this, it makes people like, man, if shit is good, let me go get some. Where can I get it from? No, it's a fact. That's so, a fact. That's, that's all I do. I just power marketing, right? I, I just use my customers in that way. I, I see the power in seeing is believing. If you can't oh if you can't get the buy-in of yes. people. You, I don't know what he's gonna say. <laughs> you you can't smell body butters online. You can't. There's no way to smell them. So and they they sell themselves in person, but not online. So what I had to do online to keep this thing going for the support that I needed, I used the customers and their reactions. That's it. And that and that make and that makes sense because when you product, no matter what that product is, even if it's like you know a podcast, a clothing line, whatever it is. Your goal is to get it out there and find the people that you know that want to rock the way that you rock. And that and that could be in any, any way, you know what I mean? Because even you, me, like with the planners, you know, a person who want a planner got to be a person who wants to be organized or a person who recognizes in their life, like, hey, you know, I got a bunch of stuff going on. Now, I need to make sure that I got this down. And then they say, yo, you know what? I need a planner. And then they get this plan and they start jotting everything down. Then when they look back at the end of the year, then they could really see the progress that they've made towards their business or whatever it is. Because a lot of people don't think that you can get somewhere one step at a time. They think that you got to do the long jump everywhere you go. You know, they want to skip steps. You know, the one thing that you hear about all the time is like, yo, when people get to a place where they feel like, oh, man, the elevator don't work. You know what I'm saying? Think about the people who get to a place and they say, damn, the elevator don't work. And they say, what floor are you on? And then the motherfucker say, yo, we on the eighth floor. You be like, wait, hold on. That's eighth floor. That's 16 flights of steps. How many steps in there? You, you, you know, then you start thinking about it like, damn, I got to do all this. And it's more so like, but damn, you know, you could get there if you just take one step at a time, right? 
Like if you if you if you literally take one step at a time, you're gonna get there. You know, and that's the part that people don't want to do. They don't want to do that one step at a time shit, yo. They want to jump in that microwave 10 seconds, yo, food done, yo. And it's a wrap, and they ready, and then they give up. And then the thing, I wanted to touch on the freedom fighter thing, you know what I mean? Because, yo, we talked about this um, a couple of shows ago, and we was like, yo, like, um, it was uh, the polygamy show. And in that show, we was talking about it, like, listen... Women are going to be put in a position where they want you to feel like you don't need a man. They want you to do it because who's the first thing? Like, if you think about anything that happened with war, anything in history that happened with war, what's the first thing that the colonizers took? Was the women and then the children, but definitely the women. Why? Because the women were left unprotected. Because the men were out fighting, the women were left unprotected. Because in some cultures, the men didn't believe in teaching the women how to defend themselves. That's a whole nother thing. But at the end of the day, what's the one thing that the conquerors, if the person is coming, if it's a war, if the person is, is, is purposely trying to do something to hurt you, who's the first thing that they take as a spoil to them? Like, let's think about the word booty. Like, where did that even come from? That's not even, they would, when even they talk about booty, they weren't even talking about a girl's ass or a man's ass. The booty was in, in pirate terms meant the bounty. That meant the treasure. That meant that's what it was. So every time these people used to go places and they would kill the men and take the women, that's where the whole concept of take the booty comes from. So most people don't even understand that. Like, it ain't even the woman's booty that they talking about. They call them the prize, the bounty. Like, think about that. So most of the time, people put the put the emphasis in the wrong place, yo. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, fam. Um, hey, Derek, talk to us a little bit about what, it, what that means as the nationwide freedom fighter. Might be some people we need to connect you with. Before he... Before you jump into that, where's he at? Unmute him. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm here. Go ahead, Kev. Oh, no, what I was going to say is, I mean, you, we sit here and we get war stories from the victor, okay? And when you look at history, the first thing they do, they come in and kill all the men. Even in the Bible, they say, kill all the men, spare the women and the children. And sometimes they say only spare the women that are virgins and the children. And they've been doing that since biblical times and even before that. Because right. once you take the man out, like like he was saying earlier, there is no protection. And not everybody, not everybody is a soldier. Some people are just farmers. Some people are just a blacksmith. Some people are just this. They're just that. And not not everybody is ready to be up in arms. So that kind of piggybacks on what he said, too, is like, well, maybe I'm not a person that's going to carry a gun, but I am a person who's going to make sure that they have enough weapons, that they have a meal, that they have the you know what they need, because that's what we do when we pay our taxes. We make right. sure that our military is out there and they have guns, they have helmets, they have vests, they have boots, they have backpacks, they have everything that they need. The government don't have to come up with that money. We give that money up, the radios. Huh? They have everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so we're not even in control of where our funds are allocated. And, you know, but they make sure that they are fully equipped and prepared if something was to go down. And where is that same level of 
you know, sense of protection in our, you know, in our community, in our homes with everything else. Because I know people who are terrified to have a gun in their house. Oh, what if somebody, what if somebody comes? What What if somebody comes? You You need it. You know, because, you know, we watched, you know, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let them jump on there. Um, That movie, The Purge. Yeah. You know, we all watch that. And we're like, oh, man, that's crazy. People purge for a day. And you see when stuff goes down, it's your own neighbors who going to come kick your door down. You know what I'm saying? It's that person at work who ain't never really liked you. They coming and kicking doors down. You know, people watch The Walking Dead. We have to worry about the walkers no more. We had to worry about other people. So if you don't have a plan in place, you are a victim. And no one tells the story of the victim. The only story that's told is that of the victor. That's always a fact. And we want to be completely clear too to to the to women, you know. Like when we when we were saying these things, I know because even with that show, and I'm still dropping clips of that show too. I ain't even really still getting the meat and potatoes of clips of that show, but just based off things that we had dropped. You know, it was a lot of people who who took a lot of things out of context only because, you know, we have this thing of separation, man. They keep trying to battle, put us against each other in every which shape, form, or fashion. They want men against w- women. They want women against women, men against men. They want the trans against the, the men. They, man, they want all this stuff going on for us to be divided versus people understanding the one simple concept. It's like if you ever realize in anything in history is that once they get rid of the men, the women, they come for y'all, man. And I promise you, it's not just, they don't just come for y'all and put y'all up in no pieces. Nah, they come and they try to, and not even try, they, listen, if you ever wanted to feel like what violation is, and I'm not even trying to speak in fear, I'm just saying like at the end of the day, this is very well possible. If the uh, leave the world behind happens for real, then what? And then y'all can't say it can't because look, what that's that's just the electrical grid going out. That's not even the, and then that's how much people will panic just because they can't turn something off and on. But Derek, I want you to talk a little bit about that freedom fighter, the uh, nationwide freedom fighter, because you made a great point about you know if something happens, the women won't be protected because we spoke about that on the show before. Yeah. So what nationwide freedom fighter? So nationwide freedom fighters. I started that um, based off the history of all freedom fighters uh, from uh, all across the nation. Uh, just some are behind the walls now and all that. Um, I started that because I had moved from Charlotte to Col- back to Columbus, Ohio, and when that George Floyd situation happened, I seen that. There was a lack of response. There was a lack of responsibility, uh, and I'm and I'm speaking of with the black males in the community, and I seen the lack thereof. So what I did was I took it upon myself. Um, I joined uh, the New Black Panther Party, and I was a member of Huey P. Newton Gun Club. Now. What I found out later on was some completely different things. A lot of in-house fighting, a lot of just just a bunch of non-productive things. So I said, okay, I stepped back away from that, and I said, oh well, I, I can do this in my own community. Uh, pretty much start on my own. And what I found was that I would get more women that wanted to step up to the plate than I did men. 
Wow. My mind. I said, man, how could I, like, I've been down into trenches where it was the KKK there, and I was out there to see, to make sure that none of the, the people who sided with the KKK skinheads or anybody else would harm anybody else that is out there in the audience in Dayton. I went out there uh, to Akron where they killed Jalen Walker. Um, we, we, we brought our team up there because, you know, people were going to protest when they released the tape. Right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A black man getting shot 44 times and shot at 98 times and get shot 44 times. That's wow. very gruesome. And I just felt like, you know, we have to have, and it's not being reactionary because we've, we've, as a people, we've protested, we've prayed, we've, we've done everything and ain't none of this stuff went away. Ain't none of this stuff that went away. We pushed pens and paper. We, we've, we've, we've marched, we've protested, but God almighty, man. God Almighty, with all the strength that we have, and like I said, everybody's not a fighter, but but we have to fight for each other, and we're out, we're stronger than anybody else. I don't care what nobody say. I have seen it with my own eyes, where it was one black man or woman, and it took six, ten people to try to restrain one. Restrain one. Right. I, I I I I got this nationwide freedom fighters because we have to fight for all different things. For instance, I got a case out of Texas that was they they rooted a a suicide. A black man was hung in a tree. I said, "Ain't no way!" And 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 my on my watch, I can allow this to go down. Right. There's no possible way you finna hang yourself in the tree, man. Nah. There's no way. But the typical black man and woman, we ignore this and we go on about our day. We cannot continue to do that. That's why this it took, you know what it took for me to overturn that case and get it ruled a homicide? Guess what? What's that? Calling calling down there and and keep calling and keep calling and keep calling and keep asking who do I need to talk to because I'm just not going to go right getting hung in the tree a black man it wasn't a white person hung in the damn tree so we already have a history of that so we cannot stand for that so like as an example for other people, like we can do things, even if you're not on the front line. I, I didn't even step foot in Texas. Right. So there's power and effort. There's power and effort. And when you learn, I've learned so much about the laws, right? right? Even if you're in jail and you have not been convicted, that's slavery. You're being held on bond and not the charge, not the charge. Right, you haven't been convicted, so that's really your your rights are being violated every day, every day that you're sitting in jail. And y'all can look this up; it's in the Constitution. The Constitution states that you're you're innocent until proven guilty. 
Right. So you have the right to a speedy trial. Everybody has a right, but you have to voice your right. Just like in the, in, you've seen it on First 48 where they say, I want to speak to my lawyer, and boom, they, they, that's done. That's done. They, they got to they gotta respect that, right? Or they're going to get the case thrown out. But our people need to know. So I have to educate the people. Like, listen, when you, as soon as you get in there, you get booked, you need to state to them, I like to exercise my right to a uh, speedy trial. So that's what this nationwide freedom fighter is about is liberation. It's about freedom. It's about coming together to be a community. Like we can live in a city, right? This goes back to the, if something was to happen in this country, we could be living in this country and in our neighborhoods like this. Like you said, you can't trust your neighbor. You don't know. Hell, if you, uh, 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 came in the house one night, blaming your music and now they pissed off at you and they just never said nothing. Now they can kick this thing off. And now, Y'all enemies. You ain't even know it. Right. You ain't even know it. So guess what, man? We we got to start coming together and organizing. That's what the Nationwide Freedom Fighters is about. It don't matter if you was uh, in, the, in the Fred Hampton Gun Club and you are in the New Black Panther Party or you're in the Black Liberation Army. No, we need to come together and be one. Yes, gotcha. that sounds like a fantasy, but that's what we have to do. That's what we get. We don't have, we don't have, we can't afford not to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, but you know what's so crazy, though? Because, you know, on this platform, we we be in touch with the people that be front lines with the things that happen and some of the biggest nationwide things that, that go on. You know, like um, John Barnett, I don't know if you heard of him, but he's out of Charlotte, North Carolina, man, and he's been everywhere and dealing with everything from Sandra Bland to, you know, um, Shanquilla that had dealt with the situation in Mexico from, from Charlotte and to the situations that's going on here in Raleigh. We had another lady um, on and another young man on last week out of Mississippi that's dealing with the situation down there. Um, you you all got to connect. I got to. So before when the show, when we end the show, don't get off. We're going to talk some um Make sure that I connect y'all because, um, like you said earlier, the people who are on the front line, they need the support for those people who are in the background. Absolutely. Because they need people in the background just as much as they need people in the front. Because they need people that will be willing to put the information out there, that's risking to put the information out there. Now, in some, in some instances, people won't look at that the same as a person who's actually out there walking around with the gun. But remember, even if you are the person walking around with the gun, you still won't get no justice if somebody not walking around with the cell phone, with the video. So either way it go, it's got to be somebody with the gun, there's got to be somebody with the video, and there's got to be somebody with the voice. This is how we're going to be able to move this shit around the way that we want to. Because even when it comes down to the seriousness of what the new Black Panther Party will have to do, or the Freedom Fighters, or, you know... Uh, with what John Barnett got going on with Doug and, and, and all these other things, even with that going on, we got to even be able to get behind each other with the positive shit too. 
we got to get behind each other with the brand building. We got to get behind each other with the the, the, the platform creations. We got to get behind each other with the content creations. We got to get behind each other on all aspects because you're right. We got to be able to put in for the people up front, but the people in the back got to get the support to be able to get the money monetarily. So then, then they can then turn it back out to the people who are actually in the front line. So we got to create a circle. You know, like we got to create this system where we all help each other. And the first thing is to get the word out. So even when this show come out and the clips come out, you know, yo, we market and promote it. Same thing going to happen. It's going to be one or two things happen. People going to want to know what's going on with your lemonade because we're going to get back to that before we end the show. Right. Second thing is they're going to want to know how to join the, if not join, want to get more information about the Nationwide Freedom Fighters because they may have some injustices going on where they live at. And like you said, if a person from Ohio can call a Texas and get something done, that means that people can call from everywhere and get something done. You don't have to necessarily be in the state that it go down in to help affect it. So, Meek, let me ask you something real quick. So, in the event that you, like, like what they were saying about women being protected, right? Do you agree or disagree with that? With that concept of if something like that? Did you see? Um, Leave the world behind. Did you see that? No. Okay. But so whenever you do, just I mean, if you do get an opportunity, just watch it. Just for just for um context. You get what I'm saying? Um, in the event that something like that happened. But um with the way that things are set up, with you being a woman yourself, we know that you you got protection and stuff like that, but we just talk about on the average. There's so many friends that you may have that may not have nobody that has protection. Do you think that's a valid statement to say that if in an event was to happen that women do need that type of protection? You know, I don't ever want to say like we need to rely on niggas, right? So <laughs> in a sense, yes. Or they needed a proper male role model that taught them those skills that they need in those difficult times they should have the skill set to protect themselves if they don't physically have that person in their life um i just believe i don't i, I don't want to say it's i just believe those those skills are needed um if you are a single woman definitely make sure you got your gun permit like make sure you're straight because we are the weaker sex no matter what no matter how we look at it at the end of any day Males are stronger than we are. Um, and so without that, we are a target. And so, yeah, I, I agree with it to an extent. Yeah, you need either that male in your life or a great male figure who taught you a lot of shit to keep you safe. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, I mean, that's why we make sure that we you know, even when it comes down to our thought process or when it comes down to women and what they may need, it's always good to hear from a woman in her perspective as well, too. Because, look, you know, everybody has their, I guess, their 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 uh, opinion on what they feel like should or should not happen. The only difference is we can't predict what should what's going to happen at all. You know, being prepared for it, though. Yeah. Right? Not paranoid, but prepared. Cause they'll say you paranoid, like like okay. So right now, what they talking about? Mark Zuckerberg, right? He over in Hawaii. Now it's really just ironic 
how they have these huge fires over there. I mean, just hybrid, right? They have these huge fires over there that seem to only burn in a straight line, which is weird. Um, they only burnt things that wasn't blue, which is again was weird. But the third thing was, and then all of a sudden now people who are so-called billionaires, they're building their forts and fortresses and underground bunkers in, in these places because of their way of saying, was it a way of gentrifying the land, clearing off the land, doing whatever they can to get people out the way. But then, you know, we all look at it from a different standpoint, right? Because we don't live there. You know, so think about that, Cab. The people don't live there. What they thinking, Cab? They like, oh, that's them. That's them. Ain't got yeah. nothing to do with us over here. But then, so, sorry for them. That's the thing. Around, what's gonna happen to your little neighborhood? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't think people realize that everything that happens is a test. You know, they they test different things. The, the Flint water crisis that was a Whoa. test. Whoa! They wanted to see how people will react to their water being brown. What What's going to happen? Was people, you know, like, how are they going to respond to this? This is a test. It's a controlled experiment. Let's see what happens. Let's see if people eat the city. Let's see what they do. And they saw that people was just staying there and trying to figure it out. And then it was like, well, damn, let's tell them that it's safe to drink. Let's see if they drink it. What did people do? They sitting here drinking brown water, like, it's the craziest thing. So these different, you know, in my neighborhood, uh, one day coming into my neighborhood, there was a huge fire, like a huge fire, just acres of woods burning. So I recorded it and I called 911. I was like, hey, there's a huge fire in the woods. I don't know what's going on. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. That's a controlled burn. I said a controlled burn. What do you mean? He was like, yeah, if you look, it was straight lines. Right. And I was like, yeah, it was straight lines. He was like, yeah, that's a controlled burn. You know, they call before they do it. They lay the lines. And if they do it correctly, there'll be no brush anywhere else. The fire stays contained. And I was like, oh, wow. I had no idea. I'm thinking the whole neighborhood's on fire. But yeah, wow. so it's, it's well, a they, test, man. They, they test everywhere. Yeah, so these things happen. So, you know, they... You know, anything that happens that seems out of the ordinary, that seems weird, it could happen to us. There are cities that have had martial law enforced. We just don't know about it. But, you know, once you once you cut power for a couple of days, you tell people, I mean, they did it to us. You know, they tried to enforce a curfew during COVID. Y'all don't remember that? No, no, no. They was wild. Because I even I went to New York during COVID and they, man, them people, they didn't, they didn't give a damn about that curfew. I was like, damn, but they had a curfew literally and, and it was crazy. I I, I I understood that, you know, certain people just are not gonna live in fear. It it just don't matter. And 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 you know, speaking of that, this this all goes to too being able to protect children too, because we do want to make sure that we protect women, but we want to be able to protect the children too, right? Because even like now, like under the synagogue, they found that tunnel. Y'all saw that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, they found a whole tunnel under the synagogue, yo. Like, but then it goes into a whole thing that, like, listen, 
they found like it was connected. All right, so the synagogue is connected to a bunch of buildings. It's all connected underground. The people, one of the ladies went down in the basement because they lived in a townhouse. They didn't even know they had a basement, but lo and behold, they found a door to a basement. They go down there and they see all kinds of stuff. They got showers, saunas, all kinds of stuff under their house, like connected, just walking like all the way through. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the things that's happened to children and how they've been able to move maneuver them through under the synagogue, like people that's just been going to just to the synagogue just to do whatever they do there. Next thing you know, they out of here. Yeah. Yo, son. Yo, it goes deeper than that. So, like you know, the brother Derek was saying, man, not only to be able to speak up when it's around you, but be able to speak up when it's just, when it ain't. Even if it's in another state, being able to pick up the phone and call or connect with people who are in those states that might be on the ground and say, yo, fam, yo, 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 what I need to do? Y'all got, y'all got a press conference y'all having? Let me share your joint. Y'all got a petition y'all signing? Let me, let me push it. Let me move it. Like, that's how shit get, that's how shit get right, yo. That's how shit get right. But look, um, before we before we get um too deep into that part, we want to um make sure we get back to the lemonade because we want to make sure that we give the the young men their props too. So, Dag, I want you to talk a little bit about your sons, man. Um, what's their names, and you know, and 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 how proud are you of your boys, man, for for really standing behind this product? Um. Okay. So. Oh yeah, it's he he back, he back, he back. Yeah. Dylan is the oldest, he's ten. Then Devin is nine. And Dakari, he is five. Gotcha. And Dakari is the one who really started the whole thing about uh can I take a picture with the customer? Can I take a picture? And wow. asking the customers if they wanted to take a picture. So so he, he's the one that's want to be in everybody's face anyway. He want to step in. He's rambunctious. He, he's very ambitious with whatever it is. He, he's the one he's going to step out. Dylan and Devin, you know, it's the brains. It's the, uh, uh, the zest to it, just like the lemons. They're the zest. And they're really it's it's just amazing that these boys like one is going to get the other one together uh they help out uh they, i mean i couldn't ask for no better boys i i mean i'm you know not just because they're mine i have other i have a total of seven boys wow. so to wow. see this stuff in them um I, I can't be anything but proud of these guys they they get straight a's in school hey they, they, they on point. Yo, that's dope, B. So you have um, so you have a total of oh, okay, because you got a uh, you got a total of seven children altogether, or you no nine? Be- I got seven boys, two girls. Oh wow, okay, yeah. So you don't even you just pull out forward everywhere you go because you, you don't even back out the driveway, do you? Man, listen, <laughs> pull out game is weak. Pull out! What is that? What? what? Pull out of this? No! 
Y'all crazy. <laughs> Yo, when they said be fruitful and multiply, son, you was like, I bet. Sign me bet. up. Yo, <laughs> yeah, word up. Yo, we lit. But nah, but you know what, though? I still, still, I like like I said, man, you know, it has to be a proud, you have to be proud as, as a dad to see that you're I get, I get, I get so many compliments. Uh, so, wow. like, um, I got these walkie-talkies, and this is another thing that I'm getting them familiar with. Ham radios, and this is just a selfish plug. Um, we have workshops where, uh, you know, if they tear down our system, we don't have the internet. We don't have any form of way to communicate. We have to understand radio. Mm. Sending emails through radio. Um, you know, communicating with these radios is going to be important because you, you don't have you don't have your cell phone. You can't go get money out of a bank. Anyway, that's that's back on that thing. But they when they when they go into the audience or the crowd or wherever the events that we do, I give them radios. Man, there's this like so is this like a natural thing they just took and ran? It just like you know that right, we got we need two cherries. We need two uh, lavender lemonade. Man, it's like man, people see this, and 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 it's like, oh my god, they nah, that's organization, b. Nah, that's organization right there, yo. And and people need to need to learn radio, so we need to do a class or, or, or like a, a a live one day. You know what I'm saying? I got the uh, ability to do like a webinar. We could have up to like 200 people and shit in in a in a joint. So we might be able to, you know, set up something where we do a thing where we could teach people how to use the two-way radios and stuff like that because that is a necessity that everybody needs because even some places that you go like um it may not be a good signal in where you are mm -hmm. a cell phone signal you might just need to talk to the people that you're around and you might you know so you never know mm -hmm. you know but but definitely uh that's a good thing to know especially something to be able to show people for real yo so look, man. I, I just look. I, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I I, I know uh, it has to be exciting, right? To see your children in a position that can make you proud at such an early age. You know what I mean? Sometimes children don't find themselves so they get a little older. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But to have your three, you know, three young boys and they just so with it and about it, you know what I mean? That gives you a kind of a good sense of where they're going to go in their life towards, you know, based on decisions that they may make, which which is, I, I feel like that's dope because, I mean, most of us worry about our children and what they may do or be and stuff like that. I know Meek, Meek got a whole athlete, her oldest daughter, she, yo, she be out here on the volleyball and I, I feel like you know, we don't we dominate all sports, but we only highlight it in a couple. True. You know what I mean? But there's a league for that. There's ownership in that. There's ownership in having your own, you know what I'm saying, arena football. It's ownership out here, like you said, fam. We just gotta get out of the normal thing. We can't just keep going down there getting loans for barbershops and stuff like that. We understand that people need haircuts. Yes, they do. We understand that girls need to get their shit you know, nice and, and all that. We understand that. You know what I mean? And I can't say nothing about the nails because they don't go open those. They go to the they go to the other people for that instead of opening them themselves. 
You know what I mean? So we can't even really say that. But they spend the most money in these places, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But either way it go, like, I think motivation comes from people being just saying, yo, fuck it, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? You jumped out there. You created a product that started off in a cup. Now y'all in a bottle. Now y'all in stores. You know what I'm saying? Meek, you, you done started from one thing, came over here. Now you got digital planners. You got all this other shit. And then, Kev, you got to kind of put it together, too, because even going from all the stuff that you was doing in the financial space and then, you know, the auto space, then you in the filming space and then in the music space, we're, we're over there with um, running around with Cody and them. And, and it got to be, it got to feel good, though, y'all, like that you could take something that's in your head and you can create it here. Because they say that's what God is, right? We, we can't. We, it, I was told that they said you got to find God. And I'm, I'm like, yo, damn, so ain't this what God is? Ain't God a creator? And 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 then we could think of something in our mind and we could bring it to life in 3D? Like, that's fucking amazing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some people don't look at it like that. Or like it's a big deal to think of something and then it manifests itself right in front of you. Like, that shit a big deal to me, man. I get off on shit like that, yo. I, that's what motivates me, man. To think of skits and then boom, I can go back and watch it. Like I thought, I thought about this shit, y'all. Like you fucking crazy. And then bam, and then y'all come with y'all piece. It, 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 you can't think of that, right? I can't think. Y'all thought I could think of this. I could think of the joint. I could think of what to go. I could have the idea. I could have the whole thing. But I can't think of what y'all gonna say, right? And that's the beauty of it. But then you can think about that, and then you don't think about that, and that's an extra element, and that should still come true. Oh, God. Like, what the fuck? I didn't even have to bring all the elements for the cake, nigga. All I had to do is say I wanted to make a cake. And and that's the fly shit about this, man, being creative, man. So I'm thankful, man, for having you on, D. And we got to get your boys on one good time, man. You know what I'm saying? Whenever we can figure that out. I know you said the summertime, so I don't... It's, I can't, like... Also, I, so um, we, we got to figure out, like, sometime coming up in the next few months or so, I'm sure y'all have... Well, oh, before we, before we get into that, um, no, let me finish that thought. We got to get you to get your boys up here. No right? doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Let them talk and let them meet. And, you know, I want to hear from them, like, what they think about the business and what they think about, you know, getting into the entrepreneurial space right now and, you know, how they adapt into understanding that they can really literally think of something created and, and get something more. All right? Um So, yeah, so we got to do that. I guess we'll get that going on in the summer. But we didn't ask you. How many favors y'all got? Oh man, we we I think I got about twenty one flavors right now of lemonade. Twenty one flavors. We got one flavor that even has ice cream, lemon flavored ice cream. It's a frosted lemonade. It's shutting Chick Fil A's frost. Shutting it down. You hear me? Shutting it down. Shutting it down. Down. Yo, so 21 flavors? Okay, so all the flavors in stores or some of them new and developed? No, see, that's that's the thing. Uh, all 21 are on the on the website, and that website is lemonadeboys.org. Uh, you can get all the flavors there. Um, but yeah, the, the stores, no, I, I take it up, I'm taking up the whole row already. 
So, you know, once it gets to the point, and we've only been in the stores uh, maybe a month now. Maybe a month now. So, we, I mean, it, 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 everything is growing so fast. Well, I want to share. I want to share your. Uh, I want. I want to share your uh, the 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 website for sure. So, um, you 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 have access to a private chat right now. You could drop the link in there. But other than that, I got your number. You can send me the. Um, it's the lemonadeboys.org. We're gonna make sure that we share the link and stuff like that to make sure that they can get access. I'm gonna buy some lemonade myself, and um, on another show, I'm gonna go ahead and do my. My reaction to the lemonade, you know what I'm saying. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna make a shake, man. Cause I want to make sure that you know we support you, man, and, and the fact that you came on the show, you shared your story. Uh, you also bigged up your sons, in which we need more of that in our, our community. Um, and also, you know, the whole fact that you are uh, a person that don't mind standing on the front line to help people when they're dealing with injustices. You're not just about the dollar. You have proceeds from your product that goes to help these people. And um, I just think it's dope. So we just got to connect you with a few more people. And I think a really, a real major movement can be created. Um, and not just on the front of just the injustices, but being able to get in the front of things to be able to help us, you know, also move in the monetary space too, because we need we need finance for this. We we that's the one thing. You can't go to war if you broke. You cannot. You cannot. And there's too many entrepreneurs here and there's ways that we could cross promote each other's brands where it could work for everybody. You get what I'm saying? So we definitely gotta do that. All right. So before we go, um, I just want you to uh Give any last words that you want to give to the audience. Let them know again, like you know, how to follow you and keep up with everything. Give them your IG. And we definitely gonna make sure we shout out the lemonadeboys.org. And um, but yeah, give them your IG and all that so they can follow you and they can keep up with the movement, fam. Uh it, my my Instagram is lemonade underscore boys with a Z three. Lemonade underscore boys with a Z3. Uh, we got a YouTube coming soon. Uh, like the website is lemonadeboys.org. Um, and if you're in Columbus, Ohio, ever, we are on the east side, 3940 East Main Street in Whitehall, Ohio. And uh, yeah, we'd love for you guys to all taste it. Uh, we do baby showers. We do do the joints with the alcohol. So whatever you like, whether it be rum, vodka, uh, whatever it is, it could be 1942. I've done it. Uh, so, yes, it could be done for any occasion, weddings, receptions, uh, sorority uh, events, whatever the case may be. We, there's no job too small. OK, if you if we even do consignment, if you are a small business or whatever, we'll, we'll drop we'll drop it down on you. We'll drop it down on you. Sign a little contract, cons, uh, a consignment contract. We can get you in the business with some beverages on your food truck, trailers, whatever the case may be. We got you. Lemonade, boys. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all make sure y'all go to LemonadeBoys.org. Y'all go ahead and order some lemonade. I'm going to order some lemonade. 
and me and the crew, we're gonna taste it. We're gonna give our uh we we we're gonna give our reaction to it. Um I think I'm gonna I'm put mine with some tequila because I mean I think tequila goes good with lemonade. Mm-hmm. You know and um and I'm gonna but I'm gonna taste it by itself first and then you know I'm gonna get some of them 21 flavors. I know you said oh damn you're gone. I'm gonna say I know you I know you got the pebble. I know you said you got the fruity pebble joint, so I'm gonna go in there and check out the rest of the joints and we're gonna work. You know yes, what I'm saying? I I so look, Tamika already on there. Yeah, she already on. Yeah. And uh so Kev, what you got going on, bro? Um rehearsal. Like the band, we got um got a show at the end of the month. Um some original music from Cody. Um, so that should be dope. All the stuff that we worked on in Nashville. Um, I know we got some recording coming up. Um eventually I'm gonna try to clear this sample so I can drop this song. Um, but, you know, we, I ain't trying to pay the money that they want, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but you know, catch me in the city. There it is, there it is, yo. Y'all, LED Williams in the building. Y'all already know. <laughs> y'all catch him when y'all catch that cat. Y'all. Yeah, I be on the move. Be on the move, y'all. All right, meet. What's going on, y'all? Let them know what's going on with you. You got them fingers be rolling over there, yo. You binding and 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 creating and. Yo, let them know what's going on. You got the digital world, the planning world. You know, yeah, just working on some orders last week. I took a couple of days, you know, for my birthday. Um, so I'm just jumping back in, finishing up some orders I got to get ready before February. Um, still got my content. I mean, my um, courses that I'm trying to create. Got those kind of in the back of the mind right now since I'm creating containers. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to stay busy. You know, that's my my goal for this year is kick it into higher gear than it was last year. Hey, that's what's up, y'all. I ain't mad at that, y'all. Um, everybody starting off the year right too, man. Um, putting in that work and and pulling that trigger, y'all. Yeah, I'm getting back to doing my reels. Check out my page. So yeah, I'm trying to get back yeah. in that and you know, dropping some some nuggets for the people. Hey yo, listen, I think that's where you gotta start. You know, I know I know some people just want everything to be perfect for them whenever they come out with something, right? Instead of just starting. You know, it's something about pulling that trigger, right? It's something about not being afraid to believe in yourself. Even if you don't have everything you think you need right then and there, just start. It's just like the podcast. Yeah, we got a space and we could be all inside and making it look all fancy. But, like, you know, when I first started it, I didn't have it. So, like, yo, what we do? We started it anyway. I didn't wait until now I got a venue where I rented out to other people and I'm not in there myself. But value comes from being able to pull a trigger, and not having to rely on what you feel like perfection is. So that's dope because you, you not only you did that, you did that with the merch too. You jumped out there. Um, you could have just thought about it, but you didn't. You jumped out there and it could still keep going. Like it could yeah. go. I have you know? everything ready. I just got to go in there and put them on the products and price it. It's just. It's keep it pushing. Pulling yes. pull the trigger. Like you said, um, my boy flows. I was with him this past weekend, uh, and he was saying that this is the year of Kobe. He was like, "Yo, um, the year twenty four, and it's take the shot, right? So take the shot. So if you are a person that has something inside of you that you feel like you're supposed to be doing, or that you have an urge to do, 
take the shot. If you miss it, that's fine. But take the shot. You're going to get the ball again. You're not going to miss every shot. All you got to do is hit one. Trust me. There's people who ain't hit no shot, but they hit the game winning. You you just got to hit one. And I'm telling you, it's going to change your life, yo. Hit that one. Hit that one, and it's going to change your life, yo. And I promise, man, that's how I feel each and every day that we keep pushing. Uh, y'all can catch me on Collective Visions, uh TV. You can catch us over here on oh, – oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the shot back there. I see you, fam. You practicing the shot back there? Yeah, take the shot. Yeah. Take the shot, yo. But, yo, uh, catch us on uh, Team Collective TV on YouTube. Uh, catch me on uh, The Collective Visions on Facebook. We got new content dropping. Uh, we got the new Ooblifter dropping um, with Meek by herself talking about kids. It's terrible. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and also, y'all be on the lookout for the extra clips that's dropping. Uh, we got so much content that's coming in 2024. I'm not playing no games. We're not holding nothing back. We're giving it all to y'all. And we got more. We filmed some dope shit this weekend. Uh, super funny. I mean, I can't wait to drop them. It's going to be a minute, but I can't wait to drop them. And we got more. So, yo, just get ready, man. I still ain't uh, fish fry. We still got those joints to drop. It's more joints. You know what I mean? I got more hot confessions to drop. We got more. It's just more. You know, so everything is coming. Uh, Staying focused all 2024. Don't look for me nowhere but in the hustle. I'm not the friend to call if you want to go out and hang out. If you got something that you want to do that's going to help everybody help their kids or help their families out, then I'm the person that you call. Other than that, I ain't that person. We hustling all 2024. So let's get to it, y'all. All right. So look, I'm your boy, Rod One. This is the crew. It's me. That's Illy D. Williams in the building. Shout out to my boy, Derek. We're going to have you back on. You and the boys when we come back in the summer when they get with you. Um, but other than that, we're going to get you on again, man, because we're going to talk more about the freedom fighting thing, man. But other than that, to all of y'all that's watched tonight, thank y'all, man, so much. It was a bunch of y'all that jumped off and on. Uh, double salute to y'all. Make sure if y'all not, just hit the subscribe button if y'all watching us here on uh, YouTube. If you're watching us on X, Twitter, X, hit the hit the follow you know what I mean? And if you're on Twitch, double salute to you, man. I bet, yo. So until next time, again, yo, I'm your boy, Rod One. And remember, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will, yo. So until next time, peace.